Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is December the 28th of 2022. That's 100 years since December the 28th of 1922, the day my beloved and sadly deceased grandmother was born a hundred years ago. And she is greatly missed, of course, of blessed memory, of blessed memory. She will never be forgotten. But yeah, it's, it's that party started a hundred freaking years ago today. Um, and she did make it to 97, which was uh, great. Strong hand, long term, and let's all make it to a hundred. Strong hand, long term thinking, conviction. To get to 100, baby, personal responsibility is a new counterculture. People, remember that. This is probably my last show of the year. I felt like doing a show. Um, hello, my lead friends. How you doing? Uh, this is a random one, okay? And I'm, I drove to Lafayette, Louisiana. I got here yesterday. It was 72 degrees today. Um, it snowed in Tennessee. I mean, it was weird stuff. Um, I had a good time in Baltimore uh, for Hanukkah and, and all that. I hope all of you had a great last night of Hanukkah on uh, December 25th. I know every, it seemed like everyone was celebrating it. I don't know, I don't know what was up with that. Anyway, December 25th, odd day. Okay, so let, let's start this. Chris Black had a tweet out. Let me, well, first of all, Chris, Chris Black, unique beast. I'm going to show you what kind of unique beast he is. But my elite friends, I got to thank CS2, Frank Castaldini, Seabrock, and Henry Law. We only need $77 for the, the next full-length one Bitcoin show. This one, I only want this thing to last like 12 minutes, okay? Let's keep this short. I mean, I'm doing this as a present for all you Hanukkah people. I mean, that sounded terrible. <laughs> it's a present for all you guys. Pound that like button, everybody. It's a new New, new Year's present. We're going to start a new year. Oh, I'm, we're one day closer to an all-time high. We're one day closer to the 2024 halving. Uh so I'm going to start with Chris Black's tweet. It is linked to below, all right? And this inspired the show. I read Chris's tweet, and immediately I, I, got, I got to do a show about this. And you, you guys would be shocked how often I see a tweet and I want to do a show. I just can't do a show. I mean, I try to do this show. Google asked me for some insane verification. I couldn't even believe it. As I've said many times, it's got, YouTube has gotten worse and worse since 2016. It really has. It's a joke. They, they don't care about customer service for smaller channels. Uh, but for the big ones, they do care. That, that's their prerogative. That's their thing. Whatever. Compete, don't complain. Bit shoot can't even fund themselves anymore because they depend on banks. That's about last show. Check out last show. All right. If you have questions, type in Bitcoin Meister. Do a super chat. Uh, we need 78 more, 77 more dollars. Now, the great Chris Black. This is his tweet. And I still think he's great. All right. Bcash, I'm not saying the full word. I never say what. Bcash was not a terrible idea. Whoa. It just had terrible spokespeople. Now, first of all, Chris Black has been on my show many times for quite some time. Um, he was on before he was popular with the DeFi stuff. I I found him in 2017. Um, and he is a unique beast. He's not scared of anything. Okay, He doesn't need friends. He doesn't need associates. All right. I mean, maybe he, need, 
he, he doesn't need to be a member of a clique, is what I mean. Everybody likes to have friends. It's good to have friends. Um, but he, he is a confident decentralist. He really is. So I'm, I don't I don't agree with that at all, with that uh, quote. Bcash was a terrible idea. It was not a terrible idea. It just had terrible spokespeople. I think it was a bad idea. I actually think the spokespeople were not terrible at all. In Roger Ver and Jihan Wu, in 2017, those are the best spokespeople you could get. Okay? Roger Ver was Mr. Bitcoin. And he's saying, this is the real Bitcoin. Jihan Wu is the biggest Bitcoin miner out there. And he's saying this Bcash thing is there, or they need bigger blocks, whatever they were saying beforehand, scaring the living mumbo jumbo out of everybody that was around. Now, Chris was around then. Chris is a marketing guy, though. Uh, and perhaps we, we could discuss this later, him and I. Um, he, uh, this tweet was partially done for marketing. Re I mean, he's, he makes some good tweets. He, he's provocative tweets. Now, he really believes this, though. He, he really believes this. I'm not saying he doesn't believe this. But you know, the, the way he said it was a little bit of marketing, uh, uh, increased uh, in, engagement type of things. And... Uh, the point of me sharing this is not everybody knows I disagree with this thing. Um, I did want to point out that I think it had, I mean, it would be like if Michael Saylor today said, oh, you know what? I, there's this new KYC Bitcoin, which there eventually will be. And uh, he, he supports it. And uh, that, I mean, it would, it would be just like that. <laughs> or, or, and, and, um, and maybe if uh, Max K even did something like that. Eh, well, no, it would be more like, uh, it would be more like if, if Sailor did it. All right. And he might do that one day. And you know what? It doesn't, it doesn't freaking matter. But that's still a freaking good spokesperson for uh, an attack on Bitcoin. If you're going to try to convince people that you have the real Bitcoin, you're going to want somebody who was greatly respected in the Bitcoin ecosystem. Okay? Like, tippity-top. And back then, you couldn't beat Roger Ver. It, it, it really freaked it really freaked a lot of people out. And he had a cult. He just like Michael Saylor has a cult. But speaking of cults, the the Bitcoin Inquisition, a tweet like this, they would they would get rid of Chris Black, okay? Chris Black, whatever, he, he doesn't care. He doesn't care. And that's good for him. And that's my point of bringing this up. Um, so I respect Chris Black uh, for putting this out there. I do not agree with him on both counts, <laughs> on both parts of the tweet. I, I, I do not agree. Um, but I'm still going to be, I still going to retweet him. I'm not excommunicating him. I am a confident decentralist. Okay. So I, I want to give you what, what a real confident decentralist is all about. What that, that's not just a term. That's a way of life. It's a real thing. And so cat, okay, Cass, I'll get to you in a second, man. I think you know the answer to that question. Oh God. Uh, um, so now, maybe you don't know the answer. I only read the first part there. I'll get, I'll get there in a second. So anyway, everybody pound that freaking like button. I want to talk real quick about uh, the, ne the next subject matter. I think I, I covered uh, Chris Black there. So yeah, and I, I suggest keep on following Chris Black. He was uh, provocative in that tweet, but he's a, he's a very smart guy. And he, he definitely goes beyond Bitcoin. But you, you, it's, it's good not to live in a little sealed in world. Okay. 
And something that I've been wanting to say about Swan, I want to talk about Swan Bitcoin real quick and, and Corey Plipstein and the great event that he put on uh, on November the 10th in, in Los Angeles. Uh, I never really got to describe to all of you the, the event. Now, what Corey does is a little bit <laughs> a little bit different than uh, Chris. We, we can compare and contrast uh, Corey. Now, I respect Corey, too. He's trying to run a freaking business, okay? And uh, he's been on my show before. And he's what his company did, Swan Bitcoin, they're all about Bitcoin. No altcoins. You can buy your Bitcoin there. Okay. Now, a lot of people uh, say it's, you know, it's so easy to, to get it. To, you're not going to have bank troubles there. I know someone who could not buy Bitcoin through Swan, okay? And, it, it, Corey, and I have sent this person to Corey and to other people, and they haven't really – I don't know if Corey answered him or somebody else might have answered him. It wasn't – it was basically like some bank wouldn't let – it was a bank type of excuse. It was, it was very strange. My associate was not able to buy Bitcoin from Swan. He was he was blocked for some, and this is a good person. This is I, I don't even understand. It's not Swan's fault, but it's the bank's fault. I don't know. He didn't get it. It, it didn't get fixed. So I, I just want to say that every place you're gonna when you get on those fiat on ramps, you're gonna have you could have you know you'd be a really good good clean guy, and you could have problems. So like with me, I mean, I might be on some government list somewhere. This person I know is on no government. Shouldn't be. On but okay, go, go, go. And that's not a, I'm not trying to insult Swan here, okay? I'm not trying to insult Corey here. I don't want anybody, but he, he, I think one of the things that people say about Swan, well, it's so much easier than Coinbase, it's so much this, that, and the other. Um, and uh, yeah, my, my, my associate actually had problems with Coinbase also, um, but he, uh, he was able to buy at one point from them. I don't know what's going on. These uh, the fiat on ramps, man. It's that's why I said back in the day, you know, buy now because who, who knows that uh, they might make it. Don't end up on the no fly list, I guess. Pound that like button. But okay, let's let's focus here, people. Swan Bitcoin. So uh, Corey likes to say that Coinbase is bad, okay, and that Coinbase, you know, is a he uses the S coin word and he tries to differentiate his business from Coinbase's, which is a, a legitimate thing to do. They they are different. Um, but there comes a point and he, I mean, he's got some outrage marketing there in a sense. He's like a uh, Richard Hart, uh, in, in this, that he's going to keep on posting offensive type of stuff out there to, to get attention. Now, is it the same type of offensive level as Richard Hart? No, it's not disgusting, you know, anatomy type of stuff, but it's, Using the S coin thing, Ethereum's the, uh, the the biggest scam ever. Just just like hyperbole, a lot of hyperbole, but he he's running a business, okay, and he's definitely uh, you know he can you say he he feels the need. I mean, if if I were him, I would you know I wouldn't really comment on the uh, I don't agree with the technique of, of commenting on the altcoins and stuff. Be a confident decentralist. Bitcoin is the best, you know. The Ethereum obsession, it's just not a good look, I, I don't think. But that's the way he goes about things. And I'm a confident decentralist. So I'm not going to go crazy and excommunicate him from my circle or whatever. In fact, I went to him and he's been doing this a while. I, I attended his event and I, I'm not going to I'm not going to say it sucked because I don't because uh, I don't like what he says about Ethereum. Or I, or I think there's too much hyperbole. In his so I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm going to tell you the truth. It was a good event. 
it was a good event in, in uh, Santa Monica, California. And it was right after the FTX fiasco. Okay. You would think the vibe there would have been terrible. And you got to hand it to the hardcore Bitcoin people that were there. And there was a good amount of people there. Um, and even though it was in Los Angeles, which is a panic stricken city now, uh, the second most, or no, I guess San Francisco is second most panicked to uh, New York in terms of, you know, the virus and everything, just people scared out of their mind. I mean, it's just, it's, it's so embarrassing, you know, what New York, New Yorkers have become. Um, but San Francisco is not much better and Los Angeles is not much better than that. Uh, don't want to make too many generalizations. New York's the worst. So, but no, it was, it was a very good event. Um, and the vibe was good. If you, if you see the Swan guys posting stuff, you know, the vibe was good. It, it, it was good. You would not know that the price had crashed to 70,000 or whatever. It was, you know, the, the price had really crashed. Um, so I just thrown out uh, two different prominent people on, on Twitter there. And I, I just, I, I, what I've been meaning to say about Coinbase versus Swan Compete, don't complain. Let's see. It, you know, is running a quote unquote altcoin casino, is that going to make it to 2028? Or is just being pure Bitcoin going to make it to 2028? Um, and I, I hope they both make it. I don't like destruction. I, 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 but but look, look, let's see. Let's see. You know, there's a lot of, you know, a lot of people, Coinbase can't make it. Coinbase, Coinbase has got a lot of money, dudes. I mean, he's a publicly funded company. Um, and so I, I don't wish ill will on, on anyone like on any of those companies at all, because I think we need options to get Bitcoin. And uh, they're hardworking people at both. Corey's a hard worker. The guys at Coinbase, I've met people from Coinbase before. Uh, and and go, going back to the, the Pacific Bitcoin event, there was a Los Angeles flair to it. You know, the guys were bringing their hot women with them. There was a VIP section. Um, uh, they were giving away CBD cream in the VIP section. You know, it was that California vibe to the whole thing. Uh, so it was definitely different than Miami, a bit the Bitcoin Miami, but they kind of had it set up very similar way. And it was, uh, it was a cold day in Los Angeles for some weird reason. And it was just way too breezy. You, you should, people need to bring long sleeves. That was, and they had awesome 1980s and 90s video arcade games at this, uh, at this place in Santa Monica, the hangar, whatever it was called. So I, I, I did not give my full review yet. Now, one thing a lot of people say, and, and Corey says, is that uh, proof of stake is unsustainable. It's not going to last. It's doomed to fail. He said, he, Corey had a good interview actually recently. Um, on one of those semi-mainstream ec- economic channels, I don't know, one of those gold ones, gold bug channels that uh, that Professor Hankey's been on before, I think. I may be getting confused. It was a, a, a woman that was interviewing Corey, and he, and he did a good job. Um, I disagree. Again, he at the at the end he says strange things about Ethereum, and that um, proof of, proof of stake is doomed. Is doomed to fail. Proof of stake is doomed to fail. And I want to tie this into uh, what I observed when I was back in Baltimore um, for uh, for the for my father's yurt site and for you know Hanukkah and see my family. So um, 
my mom, obviously, I uh, got to see her a lot. And people born in the 1950s, from observation, uh, what I observed, and I love my mother very much, uh, they watch mainstream television, okay? They watch NBC and CBS News. And um, they believe these sources of information. Very much so. And, and a lot of people out there, you know, like uh, Liberty Blitzkrieg, Michael Krieger, they say things like, uh, the world is waking up. The world is waking up to the truth. So many people know the truth about, uh, you know, the, the uh, this and uh, the money and, uh, and uh, you know, they, they don't believe in that. I mean, we, we just, the Democrats just elected a guy in Pennsylvania who can't speak. Okay. But still, the, the world is waking up, apparently. Dude, these people born in the 1950s, they're not that old. A lot of, people, a lot of you are going to say, well, they're going to die soon. No, they're not. There's, there's medical break. They're not. They all vote. All right. They all yenta with each other, gossip with each other. They believe every word the mainstream media news tells them. Okay. They believe in the fiat narrative. What is fiat? What is fiat? That is proof of stake. Okay. All right. This very, fiat is basically proof of stake. So, it, it, and, and people said, is the dollar doomed to fail? A lot of you say the dollar is doomed to fail. No, it's not doomed to fail. All the people in the 1950s, I believe every word NBC tells them about everything, okay? Uh, that they should be scared, that it's cold. It's cold. Like it's never been cold before. They're older than all of us. They should know that it's cold. But what the mainstream media does now, it's the most simplistic stuff. Now, you guys don't watch the mainstream media. I don't. The only reason I saw parts of it was because my mom had the TV on a couple sometimes. In denominator, but there were smart people born in the 1950s who watched it. They love it. It's comforting. They love the format. It's the same format from when I was a kid. Okay. It's the same thing, but it's it's overtly biased now. They don't hide anything, but that's their truth. That is their truth. Now there was there was one point during a day, I don't remember the entire context of it all, but I, I needed to I told my mom, oh yeah, I was I was, you know, I was eating in, in the kitchen and uh I had the computer on. And I was visiting my mom, obviously, at this point. And I said to my mom, uh, yeah, just, I, you know, I like it quiet when I'm down here. So uh, I'll be down here for the next hour or so. Um, so just, you know, keep it quiet. And she says to me, oh, no, don't worry. I'm going to watch the hearings. I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. The hearings? It's the last day of the hearings. So, and then I thought, oh, my God. Oh, oh, oh my God. The, 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 the January 6th things. This is their soap opera. The main, this is on regular TV. I had no idea. I had no idea. It has been a soap. They follow it. She talk, She calls her friends on the phone and they talk about what they what was on. It's so shocking. This is, a, they don't realize it's a, it's a complete political, it's, it's just a, it's just a, a, a political tool. To, but, but of course it's the last, it's the last one. They not, the Democrats will no longer control Congress and now the Republicans will have some hearing of, of some sort, uh, but it won't get the same uh, uh, coverage. But, but I, I just want you all to get out of your, our alternative media bubble here. This is not how it works. This is, these people, these, these boomers or whatever you want to call them, they're the one past, I mean, and they've got wealth. They, they donate money to, to, to these causes. They keep this stuff afloat. Some of the, and they don't even know what they're fully supporting because they don't know. They just know what the media sets, sets to them. The BLM is a very good organization. 
Look, look how peaceful they are. And they believe it's peaceful. Okay. So just take, when you think about finance and that you know the secret of finance, you know that Bitcoin is better than any, uh, any other money. They don't know. That's not what CBS tells them. CBS tells them every night they were talking about Sam C SBF and that this is bad for cryptocurrency. You know, this is, they make it seem like a Bitcoin crash or something else. They don't tell this SBF story correctly. No, of course, they don't give a darn. They, well, first of all, they, the first story will be on the, the former president of the United States. That's a given right there. But it, I mean, it's, 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 it's wild and wacky stuff, but it's real, dudes. People are not waking up. We are a minority. Get used to it. Freedom of association. You don't have this. We're in the Bitcoin overlay. They're in normie world. And there's plenty of people. And it's most of the people who were born in the 1950s are in normie world. Okay. What? Whoa. Um, I mean, as people get younger, not as many, but plenty are. They have other things to worry about. Okay. They don't, they don't, they don't care. They don't care. They think that whatever the mainstream media tells them, whatever their mother tells them, whatever. They don't want to think for themselves. Okay. And my mother's generation, but I mean, when it came to the news, this was a time to sit back, turn off your brain, and just consume what has become worse and worse and worse. So we, we get we have a lot of big talkers here. Max Kaiser is one of them. Hey, everyone's waking up. Everyone's going to know. No, no, they're not. They're not. No, they're not at all. They're not. At all. Talk to your parents. Watch your parents. See what your parents do. Do, do your parents watch CBS and NBC and, and believe like every word, word of it or believe most of it? You, why don't you do that little test? Get out of your and and they're on the, and then they go to internet sites that are you know similar. They, they don't know about Jordan Peterson. They don't know about anything like that. The first they don't know the first thing about it. And so I, I'm not going to vilify people. I'm not going to. It's just the way of the people born in the 1950s. This is the way they didn't change. They're not changing. It's over. Okay, and they're not dying tomorrow either. They're going to be around. They're going to be they're going to be financing and uh, plenty of stuff out there um, that you that a lot of that I that I'm no fan of, but competency centralist focus on, on what you do. Okay. Don't worry. You know, I didn't, I didn't yell at my mom and say, you're, you're a fool to believe this stuff. You know, there's only so much you can do here. You believe what you're going to be. You should be proud that you don't believe that the CBS and NBC, Lester Holt, Lester Holt. Hello. I'm Lester Holt. And it's the eighth night of coverage of the, the final night of the January 6th. And Liz, Liz Cheney is a hero. She's even though she, if you know she didn't do this, we'd be calling talking about how horrible her father is. But her father's a hero now too, because he likes Liz Cheney. Oh yeah, we we you guys don't remember when we didn't like the Cheneys, right? Oh yeah, of course you know. <laughs> All right, so uh, I'm Lester Holt. <laughs> now, uh, and I've been oppressed. You know, <laughs> those BLM dudes are working for me. I, I don't let them into my Hollywood Hills house or anything. But you know, you know what I mean. <laughs> now, um, so uh, want some Jello? <laughs> now, uh, what, what? Okay, so. 70-year-old, okay, we talked about the, uh, the 1950s. The world is not waking up. Freedom of association. Uh, and they get to, the mainstream TV is horrible. So what am I forgetting here? Yeah, be, be authentic. Personal responsibility is a new counterculture. I can't say that more often because so many people make excuses. Well, this, this influencer influenced me to do this. So that's right. No, 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 no. No one's, it's your fault. It's, you, you know, to take responsibility. It really is so true today, but especially with young people, I mean, there's no personal responsibility anymore. And I, I hate the term influencer. I've told you guys that many times, many times. I, I hate 
but it's real. It, it really means exactly what it says. These people on the internet and on TV still, they influence, because people don't think they need someone to tell them what to do, because there is no more personal responsibility out there. Okay, let's, uh, let's see, what, what, we're going we're gonna to conclude this in a second. Um, but yeah, Lafayette, Louisiana, it's fun to be here. And um, all right, Cass says, do you think we will get a new bull market in 2024-25 if the Fed keeps interest rates elevated for years? Yes, I do. Yeah, don't care. I don't know. It's really followed the same exact pattern as the last two times. It, it doesn't, it's innovation, technology, stuff happens. It's, uh, no, I don't care what the Fed does. Not worried about that. Kaz, Kaza B, Happy New Year, Adam. Your work and insights are always appreciated. Thank you. How are things down under? Speaking of down under, and I hadn't seen you for a while, Kaza B. Good to, good to see you. Um, this is a guy that's down under too. Visit his site. Uh, UK Bitcoin Master isn't feeling well. Um, you know, let's uh, let's hope he feels better. He can do his show tomorrow. And um, what else do I have to talk about? I think that, good. I, I kept it. Uh, if anybody, any more questions, do a super chat or uh, type in Bitcoin. Master. Oh, so this thing went 25 minutes instead of 12 minutes. Uh, that's, uh, that's not that bad. Uh, and well, I'm just trying to see if there was anything I forgot. There always is something that I remember at the last minute. Okay, everybody. I hope you have a I'm this will be the last one before 2023. Have a happy new year. Everyone have fun. It's going to be a great new year. It's, it's uh, a great to be alive. And I get confident decentralist means also that proof of stake doesn't have to disappear for proof of work to be superior. Okay. Um, don't, don't worry about proof of stake. It's not going away because I, I mean, I, I demonstrated that the ultimate fiat dollar, which is proof. Of, it's not going away. These people are influenced by the lowest of the low and they can clearly keep on pumping all sorts of things up that you don't necessarily agree with at all. Um, and yeah, you personally wake up, but the world isn't waking up and the world, will, Bitcoin will not become, and for that reason that people are influenced by morons. Um, continue. I mean, that is the, the way of the world. Even as we, we get more and more comfortable and we get smarter and smarter people with that are able to vocalize their ideas on the internet, um, no, Bitcoin isn't going to become the world reserve uh, currency at all. Uh, the di- I see no reason why the dollar won't stay supreme. A lot of trick up tricks up the Fed's sleeve. They haven't even had to resort to central bank digital currency of the dollar yet. Hey, that's my prerogative, though. You guys are free to disagree with it. Put me on the beast, the BTC Inquisition list. I don't give a darn. Um, all right. That is the end of the show, even though I still think, I feel like uh, there was something else I wanted to say. Oh, thoughts on Andrew Tate. I really don't know that. Dude. I haven't studied that whole thing. I, it's come up in my feed and stuff. I'm not even, I, I haven't really explored it. I've been, I need to catch up on the last uh, couple of days because I was in a car a lot. And uh, yeah. All right, dudes. See you later. Pound that like button. Shabbat Shalom for ne- a Friday coming up. All right. See ya. Follow me on Twitter, T-E-C-H.
B-A-L-T.